thoughts when we were you know in the last 20 years or whatever was like wait i want to be outside you know working or i want to be you know traveling as in my job those things mean a lot more now that was the one trip that would they would look forward to uh you have the vegas lights all around you it was just amazing and i'm looking and people people are holding their spouses and dance and swaying with each other just happy anytime when I see people having a good time, almost every time I see that vision, it connects me back to a song and a half before it happened. Hi, my name is Joe Atkins. I'm 51 years old. I've got four sons. Um, my career, I've been in the finance accounting for the past 20 years, and I've got worked my way up to upper management as a financial controller the last 10 years. While I was raising the kids, I was busy working and taking care of the family. Uh, at, at one point, they were older, young adults, and they moved away. And so that's about the time. I've always liked country music, but that's about the time, that, which was about seven years ago, where I started going to country bars and country concerts. Um, I enjoy country music. I, I met a lot of uh, really good people through the uh, country scene. And from that point, um, I know at one time I bought 10 tickets because I knew I can get my friends to go because I, I like being around people and having fun. Um, it was supposed to be only 10 people, and then all of a sudden we had 40 to 70 people there, and we had a good time tailgating. Uh, we would be uh, line dancing, listening to country music, eating food. Uh, the games that were out there were Jenga and um, Cornhole. So, so one of the inspirations behind this game when this all came about was to be able to have another game at a, at a tailgate or at a barbecue. Um, so the first tailgate that I took it to was a Verizon Wireless before they closed down and I was expecting about 40 to 50 people. At your own tailgate party? At my own tailgate party, and yeah. how many people showed up? Um, I would say it was about 40 to 60. Yeah, I, we're just having so much fun. I know, I know they can, but I don't. I didn't count every single one. <laughs> um, I would take the game to the, the portable horseshoe game to every concert from that that point on. Um, I've also taken it to. Um, I, I was asked to take it to um, a private a company Christmas party. Um, so we played in the backyard. They had uh, ping pong there. They had two cornhole games, but. I had the the portable horseshoe game, and people were for the first hour. People were playing and even waiting to play. So it was something that I that I, actually was nice to see. Yeah. So in, in early 2016, the creation, the invention of this game, I I had it as personal use to show and have fun with friends. Um, at that time, I didn't take any action to have it out there to sell or to, or to rent, um, which it, it was in my plans, but because I was so busy with my uh, job, 40, at least 40 hours a week and other things going on, I never really did anything to take it out into the, uh, the business side of it. So how many um, venues have used this game so far? I would say about six different venues. Okay, so the, um, when I first uh, had the uh, idea to invent this game and create it, the initial rules was a shot game. And basically what the rule was is it was a one-point game and you had to make a ringer. So you and your opponent would be on opposite sides of the board and you would keep throwing back and forth. As soon as you, uh, somebody made a ringer, 
uh, let's just say you made the ringer, then your opponent had two horseshoes to throw. If your opponent made a ringer, then it was a zero-zero game. You start from scratch again. You go back and forth. Now, if you make a ringer, you got a point. Um, if your opponent misses those two shots or just doesn't make a, a ringer, then that person has to drink a shot of their choice. Um, when I when I started thinking about um, marketing it to the public, I the the rules for that in regards to being a shot game kind of went to the back burner because I know I knew I would lose a lot of my market out there, kids, families, people that didn't drink, uh, but doesn't mean you, you, you can't still play that with those rules. If you want to consider yourself a beginner, then what you do is you take the horseshoe, the bottom or the opening part of it, and you put it against the post. And then the other end of that horseshoe at, the, at that opening has to touch that hor the other horseshoe to get a point. Now, if you want to consider yourself not a beginner a player, then you would take that horseshoe. It's basically the same thing, but instead of being against the outside against the post, you have to kind of wrap it around on the inside of that horseshoe. And then the other end needs to touch the horseshoe that's not touching the post. And then you would get a point. Visions that I had for this was try to try to keep this game with that same feel of playing the real game, but still be able to have it portable and ha play it anywhere, you know, on cement or at a park or in your in your house. So what are and the elements? so the elements to this is basically having the the board, which is uh, which has a uh, fake grass uh, turf on it, um, and the other elements is the box itself to contain sand. Now. I have it a certain uh, in depth, a certain much, so you don't have sand that's flying all over the place. So part of the element is to contain, have a box that's going to contain the sand for the most part. So I, the uh, traditional design is what you've seen on the video and the pictures. I do offer um, other types of designs. So if you want to put a, a symbol on it, or, or uh, if you want to put a flag, if you want to put a state, or if you want your your favorite college team or something. Those are available. There's a different cost uh, pricing involved for that, but we can accommodate to those requests. I do have available the half set of the game, which means that th this game, because for the portability, is in two pieces in a sense. And if you don't want the full set, it, I do have it available to purchase or rent on a, on half the size. It's something that you can have. You can have at your house at a barbecue or a family get together, or maybe you just have a friend or two coming over and you guys want to have a drink together and just it's it's fun. It's fun. You can also do shot, uh, play the shot game. <laughs> <laughs> the dimensions of the game, it's 8 feet long. The full set is 8 feet long by 38 inches wide. Now what I recommend is a playing area. If you got the full set, it is 8 feet. You're going to need at least, I would say, 4 feet on each side. So it's 16 feet in length. And the width pr probably be, I would say, 5 foot. So it would be about 5 feet by 16 foot is the playing area that you need. So the size of the horseshoes, the, they're, they're a scale to the, to the game. They're about, I would say, depending on where you look at, maybe two and a half, three inches here to 5, 3 to 5 inches in size. And what's the material? Material is cast iron. You get uh, four horseshoes per game. And if you need more, again, they are available at an individual cost. All of these games are handcrafted by me, and I take pride in doing it. <laughs> so, one of the one of the things that you really enjoy because you were pretty content with yeah. your life, like your nine to five accounting, yeah. kids, girlfriends, yeah. uh, and going to concerts and events and creating a game for all of your friends to enjoy. Yeah, um, you were content in that. And one of the events 
that you and your friends started going to just about every year yeah. was Route 91. Correct. Um, tell me about the the first Route 91 concert that you went to. So back in 2014, uh, me and a few of my friends ended up uh, going to the first Route 91. Um, it was it was amazing. I um, I I had a great time. Um, it was a, it's a th- it was a three day concert uh, th- in Vegas. Um, they had it for four, four years since uh, three years after that, and basically the venue in a sense stayed the same, but it got bigger and bigger. I remember coming back and telling people about it. People would see uh, pictures and videos that I posted or other people posted, and it was one of those things that. We all looked forward to going to every year to Route 91. Uh, literally, we would. It was like a plan vac- an annual plan vacation, and it was. Um, it got to a point there were so many of us. Um, just from the one of the country bars that I go to, there was probably 50 people that that would end up going at least. Um, people that we knew in general was maybe 70, 80 people. Uh, it was an annual event, and it was an annual event that you went with friends, but it, it felt like you were going, it was a family thing, too. Um, back Going back to 2017, uh, of course, we, the excitement and uh, going to the Route 91 planning going, and it started out getting in the car, you know, packing your luggage, and, and dri- started driving to Vegas, talking to your friends, hey, when are you going to be there? Let's do this, let's do that long drive to Vegas and everything just uh, life just seemed great and it was great uh, got to we got to Vegas we checked into our room and we did things on Thursday I got there on Thursday some people got there on Thursday we unpacked enjoyed whether you did shop we did shopping typically every year most of us would wake up in the morning do what we got to do and meet up at the pool and start drinking at the pool and um, that's what we did for those first three days, uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, even Sunday morning. I, Sunday morning, I've got a picture. I remember just relaxing at the pool, having a drink with some friends, and I took a picture of the sky because it was just so beautiful that day. It was so it was so amazingly beautiful. So walking over there and seeing friends on the way, uh, getting your drinks, getting your food, and the music started. It was amazing. It was amazing, and I, and I remember, you know, when when uh, Big and Rich played, and they played uh, "God Bless America," and everybody. There's videos and pictures out there of thousands of thousands of uh, cell phone lights. It was just amazing. Um, just like while that was happening, looking out the scenery at the Vegas, at, at all the lights of the, all the casinos and the hotels, it was just. Um, it was mind blowing. It was my. It was a beautiful thing. It was a be- It was. It was something that. Um, I, it's hard to explain unless you were there. It w- it made people happy. It was a, it was the, one of the highest points of enjoying life. But 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 it was interesting because on that at that time that Friday and Saturday we were on a certain area and we were there was a bunch of us together 30 40 people. That Sunday it was it was almost like everybody was spread out. I mean we kind of it was the last day and and um, it, it wasn't that that uh, anything specific happened. It was just the way it flew. But not one person that I know that know really well was was killed. It was just mind-blowing. Right. Yeah. Um, So you were there. Describe how you were feeling through through that day, just enjoying the music and having... 
So one of the things um, that I love about country music is that feeling that you have of life, uh, of people caring for each other. Uh, it's almost like a family. Um, I love all kinds of music. I know I know good people in, in different genres, and, and I just love it. But there's a different feeling. Um, I remember the year before uh, being at the hotel, we were having issues with the with the TV, and the repairman came up to fix. And we were talking about something, and he said, oh, yeah, whenever there's a country venue, a concert, around you there's hardly any crime there there's not that many fights and, and this and that um, that Sunday on October 1st I remember standing there listening to music and there was friends around us and I said there was two police officers in their yellow vest and, and they're talking to a couple people and I said you know what they must be having the time of their life I literally said that I go because they're enjoying things they don't have they enjoy music they're enjoying people having fun and they don't have any issues to deal with and uh, I remember when Jason Aldean came on, um, the song A Little Less Summertime, and I can visually see people holding their spouses, whether it was their girlfriend or wife or their husband or boyfriend, and kids running around and just listening to the music and seeing the scenery of all the, the hotel lights and the, the, mu the, the connection with the music and the people. Earlier that day, people walking by that you don't even know giving high fives to each other. And what was that? moment like when that all shifted it all changed in a moment you're at the high a highest uh, one of the highest points of your life you're listening to good music you're having a good time your people are happy around you you're with friends you you're you there's not a uh there's not a worry in your mind and then you hear a noise it sounds that most of us uh felt there were fireworks then it would sound like the speakers were going out. And I remember there was a couple not too far from me, and, and we looked at each other and we said the same thing at the same time. But there was also a thought in my mind between those where it's like, that sounds like gunfire, but nobody else is running. And so then your mind, you're, you're at a high in life, enjoying life, and your mind starts telling you, no, it can't be, it can't be. It, there's no way it can be. And then that's at the same, that's actually you know, Jason Aldean ran off stage and I said, we got to get out here. And I turned and we ran and the shots came again. And I literally felt like somebody was right behind me. And we hit the ground. I, I, we hit the ground at that time. And um, I, I remember looking to the left. I did see some flashes up at the hotel, but I also looked to the right where the, one of the main gates were to get out and people were running out. It was just mayhem. Everybody was just yelling and screaming and running. Um, I didn't want to run out there because I felt it was a terrorist attack. I felt people were on the ground. And I, could, I was just imagining somebody out there um, ready to shoot us as we come out. And everyone that you had gone with had um, had gotten out. Yes, yes. How long after Route 91 did you try to attend your first event? Um, after Route 91, um, my um, there's a lot of people that uh, have not gone or it took a year to go to a concert. Um, after Route 90, Route 91, I believe it was maybe a month. I already had tickets to go see Luke Bryan. I believe it was Luke Bryan at, um, at Glen Helen, and I ended up going. To that concert. Why did you end up going? Um, 
I ended up going to the concert because I didn't want to change. I didn't want somebody to change some somebody or some event to change my life. Something that was, in a sense, terrorism, whether you or whatever you want to call it. I didn't want it to change my life. But not only that is that that is what I enjoy. That is what a lot of us enjoy, and I don't want it to stop. I don't want it to end. Did we, your did your um, did you take the game to the Luke Bryan? Yes, I did. Yes. Um, did you had already planned to take this game? Yes. Even though I was dealing with the the memories and whatever was going on in my life and my body, um, I still was going going forward with my life. I was not going to let something like that stop me. Um, I ended up meeting a, bu- a bunch of friends at the uh, tailgate prior to the concert. We tailgate. I ended up bringing the portable horseshoe game and enjoying doing what we have done in the past four or five years. And the intensity of creating this game and cultivating this game. And did it intensify? You know, um, I thought I often thought about um, recently uh, the the growth of the game, the process of the game, and how it has evolved. And I would have to say that um, didn't realize it a, a couple months ago, but after Route 91, after that tailgate that we had, about a month after that, maybe about a month or two, I spent a lot of time and a lot of um, thoughts into ev- the. Create, getting the game out in the market for us so other people can play the game. Why was that important to you? Why do, why do you think that your focus on it intensified? So um, I took the game recently to a uh, pretty big uh, country concert this past Saturday, a week ago. Um, and watching people play the game, I had two of them out there, the portable horse game, watching people play the game, watching people have fun, watching the smile, it was such a great feeling. I, for some reason, w- going back and doing all these uh, these these tailgates and and people having fun, or or just like the recently back in June, the, the most recent Laughlin pontoon uh, tailgate that we had, I remember sitting there on one of the chairs, lawn chairs, and just watching people have a good time and thinking, I like that something that I did is making people happy. Um, so I honestly believe, and I, I would say I attributed back to the when when I was watching people play at the last concert, was that seeing people enjoy life, having fun, it it, it made it gave me the drive to push the game to be out there more uh, and more available to everybody. Does it help you hmm? to have? Does it help you to have? Um, this focus? So it does help me with um, spending time and, and a lot of uh, effort into this game to get it out because I do, in, uh, I do enjoy that it's people are having fun playing the game. And I didn't realize how much this, this helped me through this, uh, the, the, uh, the after effects of the shooting. All the effort, time and effort I've been putting in this game this past year has helped me through the uh, issues, the PTSD and just dealing with the after effects. Um, what is your hope for this game? What do you want to do? Next? I mean, are you going to ever leave a county for this game? What's your goal? Um, my goals for this game is to get it out there. I, I, I do take pride in the quality of the game. I had this game out at a, a major uh, loca- an event location uh, where there's a thousand plus people every week all summer. And I had the, the same games that were out there. 
in the be- on the beach out at this concert, and it still looks new. And that was one of the things that came out this past week. Is like, wow, this is one of the visions that I had, and it, and and it's happening. And so my goal is to to continue on creating these games, continue on with the quality of the game, to, uh, to make sure that they last and that the people are having fun. I am lucky to have the career that I have and what I do, but I really do like this. I really do like that people that this creation people are enjoying and it's there it's giving them uh, joy in their life so I, ha- I do have a uh, if you guys are interested I do have this uh, game available for sale or for rent uh, the website is portablehorseshoegame.com and the email is also portablehorseshoegame at gmail.com but I never kind of What I what I typically do is go in like this. Yeah, try to go in and just almost like this cross a little bit like a boat. There you go. You're a happy person that you you look around and you want the world to be happy. You want people to enjoy. And you've said it so many times throughout this. I mean, you talked a lot about the design of the game and the vision you had for the game, and it always ended up back to people laughing and enjoying it and how many people came to play and how many people were waiting to play and didn't get to play, and now you have to make more. (laughs) Yeah. You're tirelessly (laughs) just making that, that minute and a half before it goes... You're you're doing everything that you can to make it longer, and yeah, that's so amazing and so brave. <laughs> and, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm not gonna cry in the interview. Well, I'm not promising that. I'm not promising. That. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, this is complete inspiration. I mean. Does your revenue grow by 20% monthly? If not, don't worry, Carbon Digital has you covered. Carbon Digital provides digital solutions that are designed to grow your business. A website is an asset to your business and should be the cornerstone of your marketing and customer outreach. Empowerment Specialist out of the UK says that Carbon Digital has superb service, understanding, transparency, swift to respond, and a brilliant outcome. They come very highly recommended. Contact Carbon Digital today to get a free audit of your website and to take 10% off your services using promo code ANBRY. That's promo code A-N-B-R-W-Y. You can email Carbon Digital at Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at carbondigital.us or directly by phone at 980-269-0126.